0: Listening to the Starsology Astrology Podcast. I am your host, Alison Price, and I'm joined again with my co-host, Arwen O'Neill. Arwen, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for inviting me, Alison. It's great to be here. So this time we're going to be talking about Venus retrograde. This um, happens um, five times in eight years, so it doesn't have come along every time. You don't get a Venus retrograde every year, but we do have one this year in 2023, and we're going to have a closer look at that. Yes, that sounds excellent. So first of all, let's just have a quick look at what and um, what does Venus represent in a chart? Oh, absolutely!
1: Venus is the goddess of love, starters. Wow. Uh, she is the goddess of beauty, love, charm. She rules your appearance, your allure as a woman you know to be sexist in the you know old school astrology definitions mars is the male and venus is the female yes. but uh, it could be anyone's just sexual allure or or mm-hmm. attractiveness what uh, what makes you attractive, attractive to whomever you choose to be attractive to so venus is about relationships as well it's about how you are in relationships how you attract people whether they're A partner or or friends even it's about how how you present yourself that makes others want to talk to you want to nice yeah it's it's not the mars energy which is about how you go after what you want or who you want it's about how you draw or attract attention to yourself
0: it's interesting so what are we saying that venus is actually working um 24 7 in the background and you're attracting in the nature of your venus then right yeah absolutely okay yeah All right. So this year, Venus is going to retrograde. um, I'm going to give you some dates now. It's going to retrograde from July the 23rd to September the 4th. That's 2023. And it's going and it's going to be in Leo when it does this from 28 Leo back to 12 Leo.
1: Yeah. So the whole the whole time in Leo, which is interesting because that means like an extra long stay in Leo for Venus. And usually it's just a few weeks, yes. kind of thing. No, and it was going is to be extended. Quite protracted stay in Leo, which is really interesting because Venus and Leo, like, I, <laughs> I just think of like, Jean, not Zha uh, yeah, Zha like Gabor, yeah, like Zha Gabor, or like, uh, you know, one of these like screen, Marilyn. Yeah, screen goddesses of the 30s and the big, like, burlesque thing. Yeah. Big headdresses. Yes, yes. Yeah, like Venus and Leo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, showgirls. Exactly. Showgirls, yes. Totally. Yeah.
0: Interesting. It's
1: it's not a a quiet and retiring Venus that waits to be approached. It's, you know, it's May West. (laughs)
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. So um, this is interesting that Venus will be uh, retrograde fully in the sign of Leo. Yeah. And um, do you have anything in Leo between 12 degrees and 28 degrees of Leo? Well, only my midheaven. Only your midheaven.
1: No planets in Leo, but uh, yeah, that that midheaven, that... uh... Yeah, the cusp of the 10th house. Uh, only my face to the world.
0: <laughs> there you go. So, what yeah. we are saying then is that Venus is going to cross over your midheaven three times. The first time going direct, mm-hmm. then it will retrograde during its retrograde period back over your midheaven.
1: Yeah.
0: And then once more again, station direct and turn around and come back for a third pass <laughs> over your midheaven. Yeah giving a, the final push to to what it's bringing yeah. for you
1: yeah I, i'm picturing like you know the old fashioned like riding lawnmower or like when you're vacuuming and you go over once and you go over again and you go over again back and yes. forth and
0: yeah just make sure you get every little uh every, you're going to yeah. squeeze everything out of this uh, <laughs> venus because i mean yeah normally venus would cross over your midheaven once a year it would zoom yeah. through leo just and on its one, way one day and then boom yeah. yeah. But this time it's actually happening in Leo. And interestingly, because it's happening in Crossing Over Your Midheaven, that's why we thought we'd discuss it this week or this period as well yeah. in this episode rather. And also because Venus doesn't retrograde very often, Yeah, although it's one of the inner planets and we this is technically a transit episode, it's interesting when Venus does retrograde. For sure. Absolutely.
1: And there's some interesting uh, sort of mythological astronomical tie-ins with this. And- okay. Okay. We can post a link to this really great animated GIF uh, in, the, in the show notes here, but uh, it's to do with the, the journey of Inanna, the goddess, into the underworld. Right. And the stations of Venus retrograde have to do with like her shedding a garment at each of these stations on the way to the underworld, because you can't enter the underworld with all of your accoutrements. So she had to like shed the gear on the way to the underworld so that she was oh, metaphorically no. and in, in all ways as a goddess naked when she arrived in the underworld so that then she could pick up her garments on the way out and, uh, and not be trapped in the underworld because she's on a mission. Interesting. You know, you, most people can't go to the underworld and come back, but no, uh, yeah, she so, can. Apparently. Yeah. 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 So, I see. Yeah. So that's uh, just this neat metaphorical thing and and also if you look at the actual animated uh, animated pattern that it makes and this is actually an astronomical phenomenon the pattern that the planet venus traces as it does this whole retrograde motion is I, I have no other word but it's it's lovely. It's a lovely, beautiful pattern that it traces in the sky. Yeah, that is established in this this wonderful animated gif, which I did not create. I, <laughs> full disclosure, but found. Yeah, we will link to it. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's like a yes. one of those
0: Spirograph yes. things that yes. you played with yes. as a kid. Like yes. it's a uh, lovely. So this is so interesting because yeah. it's showing the Venus retrogrades five times. Mm-hmm. Over an eight eight year period. (laughs) And that's why Venus rules the number five and builds up from there, five tens, fifteens, and also that it's ruling all five petaled flowers, such as the roses. They are five petaled. So the interesting thing as well, seeing as I'm on numbers, I can't beat a couple of numbers. That the five eight pattern is part of the Fibonacci cycle. Yeah. The, huh. Yeah. So it's it's actually it's a natural build into that. Which it's, obviously
1: the, it's one of the most beautiful and trippy patterns. <laughs> yeah. you know, Patterns. I mean, avocado. Not avocados. Artichokes and and all these pineapples. Pineapples, yeah. pinecones. All these wonderful yes. like patterns it. in nature. It's. Uh, yeah. yeah and and Venus is tied to these wonderful beautiful patterns that nature just That's right. It's makes. A,
0: it's a it's a natural beauty pattern that yeah. we when we see it it feels very it resonates yes. with us.
1: We're like wow that's yeah. that's beautiful.
0: Yeah. So yeah. this goes from that goes onto the golden triangle this yeah. is where these numbers unfold um, from. Yep. And uh, what are we saying then, that Venus is in charge of that? Well probably. Yeah. But um, I've always found it interesting to look into the Fibonacci aspects as oh, well. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Arwen, um, perhaps we can have a little further discussion about Venus retrograde. Absolutely. So, this happens approximately every 18
1: months and lasts for around six weeks when it happens, five to six weeks. So, during this period, uh, the the Venus energies that we are used to undergo a sort of shift. And so, here are some things that you can use this energy for in your life, regardless of where your Venus is or what is in your chart. Okay. So, Obviously, Venus rules relationships, so uh, reassessing relationships. You, you may have like a, an ex who comes back into the picture, Ooh. or you could just make some uh, some changes to the way you think about your relationships in the past, rehashing these things in your own mind to sort of come forward with, with a better way of framing it for yourself, thinking about your past loves and your patterns in relationships and sort of putting that in order. So that's one kind of a, a self-care sort of approach. Venus also rules finances. So thinking about your money situation, your possessions, um, maybe going through your closet and weeding out things that you no longer wear and kind of doing a a reassessment of your possessions and kind of a a cleaning out or a a re... Like I I hesitate to, you know, Marie Kondo, the whole whole minimalism thing. It's not really me. I'm not a minimalist by any stretch. I admire it, but... Obviously, this is very resonant with some people, and it's a great goal, Uh, especially like we live in Vancouver, you and I, and uh, obviously we we all have very tiny little abodes here. It's a small kind of apartment living, Vancouver sized is actually a, a phrase that's uh, that's used for like these tiny little couches and tiny yep. little tiny little versions of furniture here that, that fit into our small boxes. Uh, so kind of going through your stuff and weeding it out is never a bad thing, but this could be a really great way of using the energy of Ven- Venus retrograde. Yes. Self-reflection, self-care, going through a new beauty regime or
0: chucking out that old mascara
1: yeah oh my gosh do you know I this is such a Virgo thing but like every time I buy a mascara because I know myself I know I will forget when I bought it I will literally write I'll stick a little sticker at the bottom of it and write the month and the year that I bought it this sounds so psycho when I say it out loud but it's really important and I I literally checked I'm not even going to say exactly how old but the mascara that I'm currently using is definitely due for a replacement.
0: Okay, so maybe at this Venus retrograde... Yeah, everyone check your having. mascara. Yeah, We'll be checking out all, all, um, all our old makeup. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: And, I mean, what's what's better about that than like the opportunity to buy new makeup? Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. really what it comes down to. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so reassessing some finances, some self-care regimes, just doing some self-reflection about your relationships and... Also, last but not least, creative pursuits. So, And and this is wonderful because the retrograde is it gives you an opportunity to not necessarily start new things, but to reassess the value, another Venus buzzword, of anything that you've done in the past and reframing it. So if you have a portfolio of artwork or if you have like a resume that needs polishing up and, and you can now reframe things that you've done in the past in a more more beautiful, better presented sort of way,
0: this is the time to do it. This is great. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Owen. Oh, so as um, Venus is going through Leo and actually doing this uh, monster retrograde that it's doing, I, I have to ask, do, do you have any planets in Leo? No planets in Leo, but my midheaven is at 1230 Leo. Right. Yeah,
1: and uh, yeah, Venus will be parked there and uh it will
0: running back and forth <laughs> so actually it's going to yeah you're going to get a three hit yeah. um from venus you'll have the first pass so normally with a retrograde cycle when the street passes the first pass opens the situation up mm-hmm. and then suddenly you're aware of what's happening yeah. and then when you get the second pass which is typically the the retrograde period that's when you're still working on it but you still don't have all the facts so nothing can be finalized at this stage but new information may come your way and then as it comes back for the third time and the third pass as it clears the orb of that third pass that's now the situation that now has changed and that's what we've got moving forward yeah so typically that would be how a retrograde cycle would unfold but i notice with this particular Venus retrograde. It's going to pass over your midheaven at twelve Leo, and then go forward. Do the station retrograde come back, and then it's going to station on your midheaven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so don't panic. So what this means is um, we would have to check our dates, but it's probably going to be definitely lingering there for at least a week. Yeah. Stimulating and, or I like to say, burning a hole in the zodiac at twelve degrees Leo. Yeah. and <laughs> So we can anticipate that that second or third pass is all going down at the same time at that point, because you've got the first one and then this station. Yeah. So we could um, perhaps anticipate some Venus, uh, Midheaven related unfoldments within your life. Yeah. Yeah. So is there anything, let me ask you then, is there anything that you would like to, how would you like to see this energy unfolding what would you like to get behind
1: yeah i mean i obviously as an artist and a writer i do have creative pursuits and i do need motivation i mean i you know as a virgo i i don't have like this inherent fiery chart i have no i have one planet in a fire sign and that's neptune Ooh. so yeah, it's like what no fire no yeah so any kind of like external stimuli that Comes along and, like, kind of quote unquote forces or motivates or lights a fire or burns a hole, as you say, in that area of my chart, any area that uh, I know happy to have yeah. that
0: so the mid the heaven represents in general your career and yeah. your reputation and what you're known for in the world yeah so perhaps there's going to be some focus on that you could perhaps develop something in that area something to do with art or to do with finances or yeah. to do with creativity and put it out there because once venus has done that final uh, station direct it will then spend what another month lighting up your 10th house yeah just reinforcing what it all just did on that midheaven yeah so this is an interesting thing and i do hope that you've got these dates in your diary because it's coming your way
1: absolutely and this is just it's one of the great things about astrology as well is just the ability to to know this ahead of time and to focus on those areas not to think, oh, this is looming, this is coming. I mean, obviously, we're talking about Venus. It's yes. not like a malefic planet. Mm. But this is, you know, this is an opportunity. It's a, an opportunity where some some area of your life is going to be spotlighted. And it's a chance to sort of go, oh, I could do something
0: with this. Something beautiful something and something beautiful of value can of be value. brought forward yeah. in your life. And probably we're going to see it because it's on that heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Exactly.
1: And what about you, my dear? You've got some <laughs> things in Leo,
0: I know. I do. I, um, well, Venus is going over a particular area of Leo from 12 to 28. And in that area, I have the sun, mm-hmm. which is, of course, it's a powerhouse. It's the sun in Leo in the first house. It's, yeah. it's what you see. It's who I am. So what's going to happen is I'm going to have a three Venus conjunction to my sun. It will cross over going forward. And then it would go to station and come back again for the retrograde and then go forward again. And when you, when, as an astrologer, as I look forward to to this in my transit list, I'm thinking, ooh, how can I position myself to take advantage of this energy that's coming through? Because it's, I think it can be a delicate energy as well. And if you're not, it's not going to shove you into yeah. a corner. But um, because it's first time, I, I actually am anticipating that I'm probably going to do something with my hair. I know that for sure. <laughs> because It's been driving me crazy. I'm not quite sure what, Mm -hmm. but it's to do with appearance and just soften the whole thing up. Uh, Probably spruce up my wardrobe as well. It's one of those things you just, everything looks a little sad after a while and I probably will be looking into fixing that too. So this is how I am anticipating this transit to unfold. Awesome. Do you have any further thoughts on that? Obviously the first
1: house and you just happen to have the sun in the first house and Anyone who has Leo rising or sun in Leo, like, definitely that's a great opportunity to uh,
0: make over. Make over and and soften it up and not be so pushy. (laughs) So hopefully that will be a chance for me to represent myself um, because your first house and is how you... Oh, when you meet people face to face, whereas yeah. in your case it's your tenth house, that's what the public knows of you. Yeah. So um And and we're saying that because
1: I've got Leo on the Midheaven. On the Midheaven which yes. is just obviously gonna you know, I've got the, the I've got the big hair, the you yes. know they but, will know your name, yes. Right. Yes. And 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 with Scorpio rising, that tends to be a little more introverted, whatever. I mean it's certainly obvious, but that Leo Midheaven is what people see. Yes. And uh, you know, if they had Quick to enough. describe me, they wouldn't say I look like a Scorpio. No. They would say yeah. She's got this exactly. big giant hair and this big shining smile and
0: exactly. <laughs> she wears bright clothes. Exactly. And yeah. she's got pink rollerblades and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this is how I, I anticipate this unfolding. I do, I'm not worried about it. I think it's going yeah. to be a way for me to, I don't know, just, just sort my wardrobe out. It's become a little weary and tired and I'm a bit weary and tired of it too. So that would be one way to look at it. And also perhaps bring in some self-care mm-hmm. and um, in that way, maybe pay a little bit more close attention to my diet perhaps or something like that
1: and I mean might I say I've already mentioned this but the stress that we're rocking today this wonderful <laughs> it's a black sundress and it's got as you point out pockets thank it's you. fabulous it's a really good
0: start well thank you so much so yeah <laughs> so that that's a great thing okay so Owen, oh, let's just have a, a some consideration about for our listeners, where the Leo is in their chart, and as Venus comes through for this extended stay yeah. of imparting its beautiful energy, uh, what can what can people anticipate in general? Would you say?
1: Right. Well, obviously, you want to look at where Leo is in your chart. You might have uh, Sun in Leo, you might have Leo rising. The, the baby boomers have uh, Pluto in Leo. Right. You know, right. Yeah. So obviously, everybody has Leo somewhere in their chart, but you may not have any planets there. That's but right. It's still going to be you know a house going through a house so either way this is definitely going to be affecting some part of your life so look at your chart and if it's moving through let's say your seventh house that's the relationship house ooh Venus retrograde spending Mm -hmm. five weeks or so in your seventh house awesome um if it's going through your 10th house like like it is with mine that's career that's your face to the world that's an amazing, like, opportunity to spruce up your resume or create some sort of new portfolio or, like, rehash some existing artwork and present it in a new and exciting way. Yeah. Or makeover your apartment, you know, it, something like this. Obviously, yes. seventh or sorry, fourth house, I mean, that's the home. Maybe, like, a bit of, like, a home makeover. Yeah. Yeah. Get I mean, rid of the clutter. Right, exactly. Declutter and, and just get some new coasters or, you know. Whatever. Yes. This is just a, a guideline, but yes. uh, but this is to say that it's affecting everybody
0: in in a slightly different way. Yeah. So just, so it will affect everyone. That's the point, isn't right. it, of this Venus retrograde? And I do think that it's 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 not a bad thing. I think it's a good it's thing, a wonderful thing. And I think it, if you're not paying attention, it can pass you by. Yeah. It's not like
1: Saturn return. It's not like yeah. this is like a. Big, massive, like machete that's going to be coming down yes, on you. No matter what, <laughs> you could just blink and you miss it, or or not yeah. even notice this. Yeah. But it's a great opportunity if you know it's coming to focus on an area of your life that is getting a not even a not even like a spotlight, but like a a soft focus glow right, right now a because it's makeover. Venus. It's not yeah. it's not a harsh like glaring spotlight that's like yeah. pointing out all the flaws. It's like it's an opportunity to beautify and to, to Enhan- enhance. To, yeah, enhance in a wonderful way any area of your life that it's
0: touching. That's great. So I do think that the that the trick with this one, this, this transit, is to be aware of it. Know where Venus is going to retrograde in your chart, and just bring some focus to that, so you don't miss this good energy that's coming your way. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Arwen, even though Venus is retrograding in Leo this year, it will actually affect other signs as well. Isn't that right? Absolutely. So it is going to retrograde at 28 degrees Leo, and it will
1: turn back at 12 degrees Leo. So if you have anything at 28 or 12 degrees Leo or Aquarius or Taurus or Scorpio, which, of course, are the, the signs in opposition and square to Leo... right? Those are degrees to look at. So if you have anything in 28 or 12 degrees of any of those four signs, this will be
0: hitting... station.
1: Yeah, stationing
0: directly over those those actual degrees. That's right. Yeah. But two, if you have planets between 12 and 28 of yeah. those signs, you will get a triple hit transit from Venus. Exactly. To, so that would be the Aquarians would get the opposition. Yeah. And then Taurus and Scorpio will get squares yes. from Venus. So I would assume that the squares from Venus to the Scorpio would be more challenging than the squares to Taurus, because Venus yeah. rules Taurus. Yeah. Do you have any planets between 12 and 28 of Taurus, Scorpio or Aquarius? No. No, it seems not. Just my midheaven. Yeah. Yeah, so you're, you're getting the full, the full force of that. Yeah. yeah. Just so know. there are different areas in in the chart that you can look. It's not just going to affect people with uh, planets in Leo. Yeah. um I too, I've got nothing in Taurus, and I've got nothing in Aquarius. But I do have something in um Scorpio, Jupiter. Yeah, Jupiter in Scorpio, and oh. that would then receive a square from Venus. Oh, Venus but that's square not, Jupiter. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, well, how bad can it get? That's but, like <laughs> that's like a retrograde with with like a feather duster. Yeah, like,
1: exactly. <laughs> like you'll get a, a harsh dusting with <laughs> the, with the feather duster. Yeah,
0: so that's not really going to be the thing that I'm going to be looking at, to to Mm -hmm. be honest. I'm really going to be paying more attention to it going through my first house and triggering the sun in in some hopefully beautiful way. Absolutely. Well, let's look on the positive side. Why wouldn't we? It's Venus. It's Venus, exactly. This is great. Yeah. Good. So uh, many people will have opportunities to benefit from the Venus retrograde and to reassess their love life and their finances which is a a good thing exactly
1: and and like i was thinking (laughs) this is happening in september early september and this is what back to school shopping yeah
0: like yeah the end of summertime yeah summer everybody refreshes
1: their wardrobe at the beginning of the season and
0: yeah 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 sounds good okay Owen. so this has been a super interesting discussion about venus retrograde in Leo during 2023 again that's going to be from July the 23rd to September the 4th so it's quite a long period and it doesn't happen often but when it does we we really want to celebrate it I believe that's why we're discussing it today yeah yeah absolutely yeah so yeah well Arwen thank you so much for coming along again and sharing your insights about Venus retrograde in Leo it's it's been really interesting thank you for being here thank you for inviting me Alison this has been great Thanks so much for getting this far through the episode. I just want to take a moment to tell you about the two main options of my astrology services. So the first one is coaching. If you are an aspiring astrologer, and by that I mean someone who's perhaps a hobbyist astrologer or someone who's learning astrology or a student, or you've got a few books and you've been doing it for a while, but perhaps you need a little bit of help to bring it all together then maybe getting some astrological coaching from me would be the answer for you. The astrology coaching I offer is a one-hour session on Zoom and it's tailored to answer your particular questions. For example, if you have issues with natal chart readings, we can go there. Or if you're having problems working with your forecasting, we can go there. Or even basic astrology stuff, or even getting yourself organized for your astrology business. The idea is that Astrological Coaching will answer your particular questions. It's tailored specifically to you and where you are in your astrological journey. And I'm happy to help you out with some guidance about how you can get going, what to focus on and what to dismiss. So that would be the Astrological Coaching for people trying to learn astrology. The second astrological service I offer is consultations. So this is for someone who perhaps doesn't know anything about astrology, but they just want to have their chart read or get their chart done, call it what you will. So once more, this is a one hour consultation over Zoom. I will interpret your chart, tell you about the main features, tell you about where the energy is flowing and all the rest of what is entailed in a thorough natal chart interpretation. I can also add in some forecasting in there too, bearing in mind we only have one hour. So just in summary, I've got coaching for people who want to learn astrology, and I've got uh, consultations for those who want to get an astrology reading done. I'm Alison Price from Starzology.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.